Hey guys, Coach Sean here and welcome to another episode of the Coach Sean Fitness Podcast and I know it's 2020. I know every time we get back up we seem to get knocked back down again but this past week just seemed like the absolute worst and I know you know exactly what I'm talking about. I mean, did you see the amount of injuries on the San Francisco 49ers this weekend? It absolutely crippled me. My uh, running back down quarterback down top two defensive ends down somehow they won the game which meant there was no burpees from my boot camp all this week but my god absolutely crippled and it doesn't look good for the Super Bowl chances this year which means more burpees for people but I somehow still have faith anyway if that's not what you're here for for today's episode of the the podcast we've got more fitness and health stuff coming at you so in today's episode we're going to be talking about how long you should train each there we're going to try that again we're going to talk about uh, training how long you should train and how many times a week we should train talking about warm-ups and different ways you could train and what's the difference between if you're um someone new to training or haven't trained in a while if you're coming back from injury and you know talking about active recovery strength training and different ways you could split up your training as well in terms of um upper and lower body or or what exactly is push pull legs and, and different things like that so if you're in the gym right now and you're untoo sure about if you're spending too much or too little time or how many times a week you should be spending in the gym and you're unsure this is the episode for you and we also talk about different types of training like i just said there push and pull and legs um, and how to work different things into your training that makes it go quicker i suppose or get more done in a limited amount of time um and we start talking about supersets complexes combination uh, and, and contrast training and all the rest from there so that's all ahead of you this week's episode of the podcast i hope you guys enjoy I'm not gonna spend too much more time in the intro because Man, I'm devastated. I am devastated. My my, my 49ers. And now, luckily, they were playing a, a, a pretty poor team, the New York Jets. <sighs> so many injuries. So many players out for the season. It, it really hurt. If, if you're if you're a fan of, of soccer, let's just imagine you're your goalkeeper, your top two defenders, your midfielder, and your striker all went out in one game. And you already had your best player and two of your top five players already injured before the game started that's what it was like as a 49ers fan it was a bittersweet victory with that said guys i hope you enjoyed today's episode of the coach on fitness podcast today we're going to be talking about training and length of training in the gym so we're not talking too much about you know how long you should train with running cycling swimming all the rest it's all more specific to the gym and it's a question of how long and how many times that has a lot of different variables to it so if we take how long first we, we train in the gym that in itself has different variables whether you're working uh by yourself in your own private gym or your your own you know um home gym or whether you're in a busier gym a public gym uh, you've got whatever equipment you're using the setup day waiting around for equipment all the rest so by saying all these different questions uh just know that the answer at the end of this is not going to be 45 minutes you should spend exactly 45 minutes doing workout it's always going to be it depends on different things so with that said we're going to break it down as much as i can through this video to help you out get close to that answer to see what suits you the best so the very first thing we're going to talk about is the warm up. The one thing, the non-negotiable 
in your entire training sessions the warm-up getting at least 10 to 15 minutes in i have skipped the warm-up before i have done very little as possible warm-up. i just jumped into the main session and i have paid dearly for it so the main thing to do is get those 10 15 minutes warm-up in regardless if you've if you've got 20 minutes you still spend 10 15 minutes to warm-up because there's no point in going straight into your main workout without warming up correctly getting injured and all of a sudden you can't train for the next three four six weeks whatever it is on, on, on the basis of trying to get as much as you can in 20 minutes in one session that makes no sense but i've done it before anyway it will eventually catch up with you so get your warm-up in 10-15 minutes of addressing your strength your mobility your flexibility start building start lightly maybe doing a bit of foam rolling start slowly building it up from there keep working until ten, at the end of 10-15 minutes maybe you're going at some sort of uh, squat jump sprint slam throw something like that something nice and fast depending on what your main session is built on and you're good to go from there or you can work on the ramp phase you know raise um i almost forgot that already um raise activate mobilize and potentiate so basically you know raise is talking about increasing muscle temperature your core temperature getting the blood flow going a couple of different exercises in there just getting the body moving pretty much after that activate engaging the muscles in preparation for what you're going to do in a session so if you're doing for example, if you're doing squats and lunges, not a rest, you might have something that involves squats and lunges or, you know, glute, glute bridges, different things that hits those exact muscles you're going to be using in this session. There's no point in just doing raise and then jumping on a treadmill for 5-10 minutes and then going to a heavy squat, for example. Mobilize, focus on the movement patterns you're going to be using during the session, whatever it's going to be. So, um, sticking with the squat there, there there's no point in having the entire walk with your legs straight through the whole thing without going through that range of motion without building your range of motion through doing different squat patterns before doing a heavier squat from there and then potentiate gradually increasing stress on the body uh, in preparation for the session so like we talked about there a second ago some sort of squat jump if you're doing squats that'd be a great way to end it some sort of squat jump a sprint slam just something that gets you going that little bit harder that heart rate up a little bit more before your session so i spent a bit of time talking about the warm-up there because it is so important to do and it's a lot of things that people neglect so after that in terms of time it, it you know it, it can really depend there i like to say to people sometimes a session can go in the gym especially anywhere between 45 minutes to an hour 15 and there's a, a big gap there for 30 minutes and a lot of that could depend on the session and your training age like for example let's say you're doing you know four to six sets of um of a bench press or dumbbell presses and let, let's just say for argument's sake you've done your working sets you, you're building to your main session the more experienced you are, the longer recovery time you're going to need because you're more likely going to be lifting more and you're more likely going to be recruiting more muscle fibers. So if you're new enough to the gym, you're not too used to the movement pattern. You're going to be lifting light enough, which means that you're going to need a shorter recovery time of maybe 45 to 60 seconds. Maybe even less, you might feel good and go again. And if you're able to hit, let's say, eight reps and then you rest 45 seconds and go again, you hit eight reps, then that rest time is enough. If you did 45 seconds and after eight reps, you hit like three, four, five reps, then more than likely you didn't give yourself long enough to rest to go again. So you need to rest a bit longer. So the more experienced you are, the more likely you're going to need longer than that one minute, two minute, three minute, like up to three, four minutes you do for, for a rest in there before going back into it. Depends on what the program is. So it's actually longer for more experienced people there, um, which is why they could take up to an hour and 15 for them to do a session. The more novice you are, closer to that 45 minute mark. 
Um, like my training would usually be just to, to get in, train, get out, get done with it. Um, keep keep moving, keep pushing rather than hanging around too long. So, like at the same time though, I talked about forty five minutes. That doesn't mean forty five minutes is an absolute minimum. If you're a newbie to training, you don't have to train to forty five minutes because what can happen is let's say for some reason you're doing a lower body session. I, I like for newer people to do full body sessions because they they have more time to recover basically and they're getting a little bit of everything in. So they're gonna adapt pretty quick. Whereas if you focus the entire session on lower body, they're gonna be dommed up pretty bad because their body's not used to it at all. It's only gonna take a little bit to uh, make people sore after a session and you should never, never ever uh, look at a session on whether it was good and bad and how sore you are. But it, like you know yourself, if you haven't been to the gym in a while and then you do a session, you're sore afterwards. Well, imagine just picking on that body part for 45 minutes. You're going to be in absolute bits after it. And there's no there's no kick out of that. There's no kick out of not making people being able to walk out of a gym session and not wanting to come back the next day. But it happens all the time. And, and that's the sad thing about it. So those, if you're new enough, you could probably get away with a 30-minute session, 10, 15-minute walk getting away with you know 15 20 minutes doing something i know that's near enough 35 minutes but you know 10 15 minutes doing something and then having a quick cool down and then you're done it doesn't have to be all the way up to 45 minutes which goes back to it depends so that's one of the one reason why it might be less than 45 minutes another reason it might be less than 45 minutes is if you're returning from injury so in that case you're going to be working on a lot of physio exercises rather than main different lifts and compound lifts and all the rest that come with it 30 minutes is more than enough for one of those sessions. I would treat it as a longer warm-up, whereas right when you're getting that potentiate phase, you might draw back a bit and work on physio exercise your physio gave you, working on whatever particular injury is. 20, 30 minutes in total doing a session like that is absolutely brilliant and hell of a lot better than doing nothing at all. So there is that's that's my point there. There is no minimum there. Another reason could be active recovery. Maybe you had a hard hard game hard match the day before you had a really hard gym session or you had a a really tough run cycle triathlon event whatever it is going in for a 20 30 minute active recovery session and it would be like a, a longer warp as well in in some respects it is really good too there, there's nothing wrong with that i'd actually say it's better than, than lying down and doing nothing because you know if you lie down you're going to seize up you're not getting the body moving it'll probably take you longer to recover than doing a very light session and keeping that body moving and going for as as it says in the title an active recovery so that's pretty much my thought process i i don't really see sessions for the most part going longer than an hour 15 if you're at a very very elite level you're probably not watching this video or this podcast so um yeah i can't really comment on that but with the exception of that yeah, an hour 15 is the absolute max most time i was doing pts i was going from anywhere between 40 minutes to an hour depending on the person depending on where we were at the stage and depending on what we were working on in that session but there are time and there is a place for shorter 20 30 minutes workouts especially if you're doing hit session as well actually if you're just going an all-out hit session getting sprints in i mean there's nothing wrong with i know we said at the start of this we weren't talking about running but if you let's just use that as an example like 400 meter sprints if you're doing 8 and m it might take you 25 30 minutes and you're pretty much gassed after that like if that's going for as hard as you can 400 meters getting a two minute rest and going again six to eight m you're, you're pretty much done for the session really after getting a good warm-up after that and that'll take around 30 minutes and that's still a very intense session so time is not always 
Longer is not always better is where I'm getting at there. So we've just talked about how long, how many times a week. But well, we are talking about gym sessions. So that could depend. Personally, I don't think you're going to get too much out of once a week. And the reason I say that is especially the only way you do once a week is a full body session. There's no real alternative like that. You wouldn't do upper one week, lower the next, upper the other week. Because there's way too much of a gap. I still think there's too much of a gap doing a full body session once a week and then wait an entire week to go again on it. I just think that you'd be you're, you're not going to be able to see the results. It's just going to take it's it's too long of a gap that the you're not going to see the progress week to week. You need to train twice a week and from there just keep, you know, keep hitting the, the stimulus, keep keep building yourself up from there rather than once the, the gap is too long. So, I would recommend strength training at least twice a week three times max if you're doing full body especially starting out you'll probably get away with doing monday wednesday friday full body sessions and then rest for the weekend rest your tuesday thursday come back in monday that would definitely work for a while and it's completely up to to you and you looking at your progress and how long that takes for some people they might plateau sooner than other, than other people in that one if you find like you're doing the same sessions uh, on Monday, Wednesday, Friday and then after a while you're not seeing the results you're seeing at the start I'd wait a little bit longer and if you're still not seeing results uh, as in seeing any changes in how much you can you can lift and all the rest or any sort of adaptation to that then mix it up from there if you're going to three times a week or a little bit more we, we could do that we could also look at different split options um, up or lower split so let's take that Monday, Wednesday, Friday again you're thinking well there's only two options there but what you could do is Upper on a Monday, lower on a Wednesday, upper on a Friday, and then go back to lower again on a Monday. So uh, one week you'd be doing two upper and one lower, and the other week you'd be doing two lower, one upper. But over the course of a month, it'll all balance itself out from there. So that could be one split. Or if you start doing more than... You could also do upper and lower if you did you know, four times a week. I wouldn't recommend five really to anyone. Um, but you could do to do the way i talked about with three but you could do upper lower four times a week we did lower upper on monday tuesday break on wednesday lower upper on thursday friday break saturday and sunday and go from there it doesn't have to be that that way but that's what you could do on that the other split you could do is push pull legs so we've talked before about doing exercises that are not just for the mirror and uh, so pretty much the majority of pull exercises the exception of biceps uh, would be those those muscles used that, that, that are not the ones you see looking into the mirror so doing different push variations um, different push-ups bench presses landmine presses whatever it is on on one day the next day coming in doing all your pull variations your your renegade rows single arm rows ring rows all sorts of rows bent over rows landmine rows <laughs> obviously not all in the one day but different things like that where you're, you're pulling different items uh items different different um, dumbbells kettlebells whatever it is and the third day doing legs the only problem with that i suppose same problem with the lower is that um dedicating one full day to, 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 to legs lower body in terms just personal and uh, some people just don't like doing lower body so what that's that's when I do a full body workout with them. So they're doing a little bit lower body, but we're compromising by doing some stuff to do like doing as well. Because some, some mainly guys actually, guys like more vein muscles, uh, in terms of the you know the chest and and, and biceps and all the rest. So they might want to do too much legs. So I might say, you know what, we will do full body. So we will get a little bit of squats and lunges and, and rest in, but we'll also mix it with your push ups, chin ups, and all the rest from there. So 
we're all different in that respect um but i would say in terms of whatever way your split is and whatever way you decide to design your session obviously longer is not better if you start to feel real tired and less productive get the hell out of there you're only going to risk injuring yourself that's it you're done and i mixed up from there if you are finding that you're getting that hour 20 hour hour 30 or so and your sessions are too long and you want to shorten down here's four different ways you can shorten them down so you can do supersets so let's say you are doing a full body session you can mix it up you can do your squats and then after your squats you can do push-ups um, and that could be one superset squat and push-ups the next one could be uh, and you do four sets of that then you could do you know kettlebell swings combine that with single arm rows so you're, you're hitting your posterior on, on the next one so you're you're switching up then so you're you're obviously going to be tired after doing kettlebell swings but you should still be able to do a different exercise that doesn't involve the back of your legs straight away or your core too much so that's 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 one way of doing a superset's two completely different exercises them together you can also do complexes what are complexes it'd be like getting dumbbells and doing you do five reps of front squats and then having dumbbells by your side or out in front i should say and do you know rdls with them slight bend the knees pushing hips back and back up and then that last one stay down low do ring do not ring rows do uh bent over rows or even drop to the ground and you could do renegade rows and then do push-ups and that'd be one set of complex we are working entire body completely different exercises and like doing four five six rounds of that could be enough for a session after you got that good warm-up in the start another thing you could do is combos good combination exercise we talked about renegade rows that would in theory be a combination exercise you could do renegade row on the left arm right arm push-up left arm right arm push-up and kept that going you're getting more bang for your buck quicker doing those exercises thrusters would be another one dumbbell thrusters where you're in a front squat position squatting down as you come up pressing right up so you're getting an overhead press in there along with doing a squat there's a load of good combination exercises there's a load of bad ones too and i'm not going to get too much into bad ones but i will say if when you're let's let's say a, a good one would be a thruster so if the if the front squat is tough and the overhead press is tough roughly in equal measures that's a sign of a good combination exercise a bad sign of, of a a good sign of a bad combination exercise that's an off way of putting it but a combination exercise that would absolutely suck would be if it's hard for one and it's easy for another like i've seen um side lunges and then like a bicep curl whereas the bicep curl is is, is either too heavy or way too light which means a side lunge was too easy for them to do or um a single arm row and then at the top doing a tricep kickback that is one i've seen a lot that is absolutely shockingly bad because if you're doing a tricep kickback you probably need 20 percent of the weight that you would use doing a single arm row so i mean i've seen people you know single arm row 20 40 20 30 40 kilo whatever doing that but those people would not be able to tricep kickback that so they're doing a lot less than tricep kickback and so they probably do maybe four six eight ten kilo dumbbells doing that a a good form tricep kickback tend to be very difficult to do but it'd be very very easy to do a single arm row doing that but yet 
they still do it because I'm getting more in. It's like, no, you're, you're, you're not. You're best off getting banging out your, your single arm rows and a heavier weight, then go to your lightweight and getting the tricep kick back in, which would be more of a superset than, than a, a very poor combo exercise. The last one would be contrast training. Heavy squats, barbell, goblet, whatever it is, and as soon as you're done, straight into a sprint or straight into a, a couple of squat jumps and stuff from there. So that contrast of heavy and then explosive plyometric from there. So that's four different ways you could do. Also, another way to short, shorten time is, and you probably should be doing this anyway, is focusing more on compound exercises and trying to lift heavier. Whether you're a guy or you're a girl listening, watching to this, lift heavier. Try and lift heavier with correct form, obviously. But with correct form, try and lift heavier. It's a form of adaptation. You're going to get stronger. Not necessarily bulkier, especially if you're a woman, unless you had your calories and everything else and check with that but even still it's very hard for women to get bulky and it's also very hard for guys to get bulky if uh, if their calories and all the rest are not in order if it was that easy to get bulky you i would be the irish version of the rock right now i am pretty far from the irish version of the rock right now i have just about the same hairline as them lots about it so with that said main takeaways on that more and longer is not always better had to pause on Michael Squawk, my, my Michael Scott quote there in that one. Um, so if you're doing too much and you're you're frying your system and you're not seeing the results, you're probably going too long there in the gym. You need that recovery time for your body to adapt. That's pretty much it for me. Thanks once again for listening to this week's episode of the Coach Shop Fitness Podcast. If you have any questions in the show, feel free to hit me up on Instagram at coach underscore Sean C. Thank you for listening. Thank you for, for sharing this link to others as well and getting the name of the podcast out there. Really do appreciate that. Um, that's all I got to say for this week's episode of the podcast. I'm Coach Sean. Take care.